my lovely IHP community. We have a beautiful 7-7 portal. My voice, though, is still quite not uh, there at all, but I have some channeled guidance for you. So we'll do the best we can. Anybody who's new, my voice is usually not like this. Uh, bear with me. And here's where our love for imperfections and flaws without shame. There you go. Um, <clears throat> we will not hold back an episode because of a little bit of a raspy voice. By the way, there's construction work around me as well. So there you go. There's that. Now, for my 5D mystics, eh, this is for you. 7-7 seven, seven is a very important number and portal. And we also have some energies about which I'm most certain are in fact uh, working whatever your updating chakra is, okay? And that's something that, although chakras are not um, actually real, these are energy centers that have been identified, I forget in what moment. And I work with the chakras, with Reiki, although they were added eventually. And I can tell you that it's beautiful to sense the energies as they flow, so they are main energy centers. And really, when you look at our energy centers, I believe Sadhguru says we have 114 to our outside of us. <clears throat> so for me, I actually am not surprised that it's my throat chakra because uh, we did discuss the opening up of heart and throat prior to the full moon. The full moon also has uh, been bringing or has brought to you certain aspects and I'll read a little bit of that <clears throat> so any of you who are in the process of expanding to your uh, next space it's not about a race by the way life is you the being yourself and uh, being able to become the grown-up version of yourself means you handle your charged states we all have these charged states, and we all can also have aspects of uh, unresolved trauma that present themselves from the being in utero <coughs> with a caregiver who is uh, dysregulated. I read to you that data point. I think it was in uh, the Love Channeled Guidance message of yesterday or um, the episode, one of the en Enlightenment special maybe. So... The data points of updated psychoeducators that technology has found are not welcome by those who are non-educators, even though they will have degrees and they do have titles. Now, they are non-5D educators, excuse me, I should specify. So they, they support 3D, 4D mindset and uh, people who remain, quote-unquote, nine disciples, meaning they don't want to move into their functional adulthood. They don't want to move into 5D into an unconditionally loving person, so compassionate beyond a reason. They don't believe that our human species has unresolved trauma to heal. And when I say that, what it is, is that they believe only in this word evil that comes from the past before we had technology that could show there is no demonic possession. When a person has a demonic <coughs> possession, quote unquote, and I say quote unquote, because the experience is very real, but as Patrick Mc McNamara, who's a neuroscientist who <coughs> studies brains, and uh, he has gathered, I don't know how many uh, brains or studies, I need to go look up the data one second before I cough in your ears, 
he has mentioned in one of the videos that he's interviewed by the well or big thing that uh, what they've found in machines, the MRIs, uh, and throughout the years of studying when people have had demonic possessions, how it takes place is that it's after a series of nightmares that a person starts to protect themselves from the demon and eventually though the demon is over them in that room and basically there's something he shows in the brain that supposed to process fear that breaks. <clears throat> and he also says this is why for those who instead withstand the dreams and they don't take, they don't get possessed, they're people who become shamans or Basically, they move into those uh, supernatural, um, or not supernatural, but they begin to have a role within religious and spiritual communities. So shamanism is one of them, but also there's just other groups. And for me, for example, as a person who dreams, and I've been dreaming since a long time now, um, my ascension and opening up to my clairs and the field of consciousness really began in 2006 or 7, which makes sense because, see, at 25 for the female biology, that's when our executive decision-maker parts of the brain finish to develop, and for men, it's 27. Also, the year 40 is important for men, and the year 43, I believe, for females, biologically, when it comes to spirituality, said Guru has mentioned ages, and I understand what those mean, physically uh, speaking, because that enlightenment soul age group, which is you being your Zen master, which is you being an integrated mind and restorative embodied self, which is you being a human being who's compassionate beyond reason. You don't have to be a psychologist or psychiatrist. You're just a great human being who's evolved to your optimal potential because our optimal potential is integration of the mind. So you have your differentiated self, which means you think and feel however you want. And it doesn't matter whether your loved ones from your family of origin or loved ones from extended family come tell you you're a stupid idiot or a moron or a fucking evil, whatever word they may use, whatever accusation, whatever it is, transference, by the way. But we don't even have to use that word, however it is, transference. So whatever unresolved trauma people bring to us, the Zen master will not react because the Zen master is a functional adult forgiveness is automatic because we already know that the past doesn't repeat itself it just happened but we also know how to stay in our social engagement system which is our mammalian's top basically inclined predisposition we all have an attachment system we want to be seen soothed and safe until we're grown-ups and we basically know how to be that all on our own safe haven secure base which is what the zen master which is you the functional adult 5d mystic and beyond you don't have to be a mystic, but you're basically an individual who doesn't say, oh, let me blame you, human being <clears throat> or humanity or system or whatever. You're not pointing that finger outside. And you're not saying, oh, humans suck. People suck. Everyone's going to go to war with each other. Da, 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 da. Okay, so that is for all those other soul age groups and all those other uh, mindsets here on this channel, IHP, Inspire Human Potential. Anyone who doesn't like humanity, you want to hug a tree, you're not on the right platform. I want to hug people. And evil doesn't exist. The closest it comes to being here is a shame cycle and a shame and an individual who deflects being unconsciously loved because they're too ashamed of themselves. Unfortunately, they don't recognize that they have unresolved trauma 
They deny their own heart. They say, no, I don't exist. This doesn't exist. Whether it's conscious, unconscious, doesn't matter because it actually turns into very, very, very heartbreaking, to say the least, heart shattering. Um, yeah, it's just heart shattering is all I'm going to say. So we don't get angry or <clears throat> unlike those who are self-righteous. And that's where the 4D people are with their mysticism. It's unfortunate when I see people talking about energy vampires and dark aura. And when I say, but you know, unresolved trauma begins in utero. You know, a person's biology and their chemistry, this uh, biochemistry of fear is something that loop thinking comes with, that people who get into interactions with transference and counter-transference, you know, nobody has a demon in their body, right? You know that anything you see in your mind's eyes in your imagination, right? And yes, it's real, but again, there ain't no supernatural puppet string master either. So that's where there's a difference between those of us who are Zen masters. Whether you have a love cycle or you got to a love cycle, you will know what's what, which is nobody's pulling my strings and nobody's pulling the strings of humanity. Why? Why? Because, again, that's the individual who's inclined to be in 5D spectrum. We're common sense even with pink-tainted glasses, which means we know that we don't know everything, which is also why we don't look at people who have intuition as whack jobs or not people to take into consideration. We don't consider emotions stupid. We don't consider anything, in fact, stupid. A Zen master considers everything quite important, humanly speaking. <clears throat> we understand that every person is a potential without even knowing about Sadhguru or the Zen tradition story or any of that. It begins with choosing one word and one word alone. It's yourself with love, unconditional. You're flawed and imperfect, but not defective in the sense of even if we want to use the word defective, those of us with love cycles say, yeah, so what are you going to do about it? Oh, you think I have shame? I don't. I have love. Because in my book, I learned as a kid that imperfection is part of actually life. Oh, and not knowing. I'm, I'm so sorry some people got married to information as if it's like set in stone, in stone somewhere. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of topics I learned about as I began my clairs. None of this has changed. I just know better. Like, wow, the way I could explain it as a 16-year-old, I can explain it as a 43-year-old, but I have a lot more knowledge now. Thank you, 5D educators, the psycho ones, the psycho educators that see in the bodies and let me in on a little fun fact. Nobody has superpowers, one, which I already knew. We're all part of this lovely field of consciousness, and I just need to get a little bit more knowledge on physics, but seven, these numbers. And here's where the conscious collective, so the collective has an impact. Every day is a new day. Now, we want to get more 5D people. Why? Because they affect our future, guys and gals and days. They all affect our future because they're all in a specific energetic state, but their brains are also creating the same sad stories. So we don't want their sad stories to be the majority. We want their human suffering stories from 3D, 4D land to cease to be something that is dominating the entirety of the spectrum unnecessarily because technology and science does show how to get out of that temporal junction, even though we still have 3D, 4D educators and they're there for reasons. They're giving support. <clears throat> okay, so let me break down our channel guidance message. Every person is part of this rainbow. And 
every piece of consciousness has a role. 5D light workers, my lovely 5D people, those of you who are unconditionally loving, we have our role. And that is to inspire human potential. That means we don't talk about anything that is a negative as if it's a doomsday. Of course, there's a variety of things that will happen in life. <clears throat> Dealing with the unknown, uncertainty and unwanted is something we've been talked to about since we were kids. Now that some individuals do not have the restorative embodied self, this is understood. So behave as those lovely ventral vagal social engagement people you can be if you're 5d if you're not you're not it's okay go to your 4d leaders and let them rule you and let yourself continue to be in a lack of integration of the mind by your choice because you disengage to consciously be aware that your body if it's in rigidity if it's in a fight flight you're yellow then you're not listening to each other you're not in empathy your brain is dumped down because you're focusing in on each other like you're, you know, in some type of battlefield, which you're not. But hey, we won't be the ones to come tell you stop doing transference and counter-transference of 4D who call each other energy vampires. And then they use names, narcissism, which they shouldn't use because that's an actual diagnosis and a person who needs support and help to get out of that compulsive. They're not an energy vampire. They're not a dark aura. They're not an evil human being. They're a poor human being who needs a good somatic sensory motor and trauma therapist. But first, they need to want to be their self. And they don't actually have an ego that feels lovable. Their shame is so glued into that inner being that they don't see their imperfections and flaws as normal. They see it as, and they don't even see, <clears throat> they feel in their body. Heartbreak got wrench torn apart, and they suppress it. So the compulsive becomes a pattern that's wired into you. It can be unwired. You're not fixed in stone. That's why with self-transformation, you can get rid of this quote-unquote old you. It's not an old you. It will be a version of yourself that came about to keep you safe from that which was overwhelming, from the inner world of you, which is really... There's a lot of different ways we can talk about this. So, um, Self-awareness, as this man, Daniel, I forget his last name, he points out, is a really great guy. He's a, he's a therapist who's ex-therapist now, but he tells us how many therapists shouldn't be therapists, and he's spot on, man. That some of them, they actually appreciate the transference. They want their clients to put all their... Uh, perfection transference. So transference, uh, he describes it. I need to go look it up, but it's basically um, when you are an adaptive child, so disciple or non-disciple or compulsive individual, you will have charged states that are unconscious. So your right brain stuff comes up and it's the areas that you began to deal with your parents with or parents in your household where you were not seen, you were not safe, you're not soothed, okay? So you're not a person who has equanimity in that area. You have a charge. And our body moves in like five different directions to protect itself. So there's also body movement. That's why sensory motor can unlock things. And uh, CBT, for example, is a good one to get out of uh, depression and anxiousness. Uh, he 
this is somebody else who's talking about how the distort there's like 15 distortions of the self or psyche that CBT teaches. And some of them include catastrophizing, black and white thinking, labeling, mind reading. So here's where my 4D mystics, when they tell me, oh, I read minds. Oh, I know that that person's evil. And I'm like, uh, okay, we all can quote unquote read minds. You're a vessel, you're a vehicle, you're picking up on stuff. And you don't seem to be unconsciously loving, which makes me know that your psyche is tainted with distortions of humanity and yourself. But hey, again, adaptive child who's a non-disciple, but thinking you're a disciple because you got some clairs, let me not burst your bubble and let me... No, the thing is, even if you spell out the truth to these people, they will twist it, in fact, 4D, in their favor and say, oh, wow, see? And they use it and put themselves even more on a pedestal. It's very interesting how 4D people do not move into their dharma. And right now, those individuals that are, have not moved into their 5D-ness, <clears throat> what does this mean? It means they are looking at themselves as victims of circumstances instead of taking ownership of the actions that they took, of the words that they've spoken, of everything, okay, with compassion. So those who have instead, they're expanding right now. The ones who did take note of their distortion, they came across their shame cycle, and they came across their compulsiveness, and they came across all of the areas that they distorted in the years or year depends on their story, and they will notice that they chose the wrong aspects, and that's because they actually disregarded to have uh, transparent, authentic uh, conversations. They, dis they disregarded to calm themselves down, to then not do uh, mind reading or black and white thinking or labeling or catastrophizing. So this is the unfortunate part of people who have shame cycles and don't know it because they just sit in their brains like movies do and think that they know shit. Hmm, I'm reading cards right now. So this is not me, but some people when they do this stuff and they're in 4D land, I know that they cheated on me with that. And those people, they're talking to them and they're telling them not to do this, not to go out with me. Oh, I can see that envy and that jealousy over there. Yeah, they never liked me. So here, my cards are confirming it. I have clairs. I know I'm the light. And they're not because I'm accessing, accessing my stuff and they're not. And here's where 4D land lives. So <clears throat> 5D mystic, nowhere near that. When I've done any reading for anyone, I say, look, I don't do 4D, uh, but obviously if I pick up on stuff, I'll know it because the energies speak very clearly when there's something uh, mischievous going on. And when instead there's not, it shares that too. But since people like to define what they think of as betrayal, as betrayal, so let's say you and I are having a conversation. You're a male, I'm a female, we're heterosexual. You are a person who's in a monogamous relationship. I'm not, I'm a polyamorous person, so I'm all about ethical non-monogamy, and that's because uh, we have a lot of our oversoul pieces in our lives. I got beautiful twin flames, soulmates, so, you know, it is what it is. And I would say that just unconditionally loving people has always been a joyride. So there's polyamory because that feels right to the 5D person who's going to move into their enlightenment soul age group because we're not possessions. And we don't actually cut cords or end anything because that's silly. We're part of the same fabric. It's called consciousness. It's a field of energy. So people who are not here, 
they are the non-disciples, because disciples will listen to the Zen master. Oh, 5D person in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group is their Zen master. And is the Zen master in an equation of relationships, which means you have functional adult love language. So when you meet shame, whether it be compulsive, disciple, or non-disciple, adaptive children, it's okay. That they want to manipulate, gaslight, ghosts, do in and out. They want to be in their yellow. They want to be in their red. Basically, they don't acknowledge any of what they've done, none. They will continue to point fingers, do transference. So back to that. Transference is basically, where are you? I thought I wrote down the notes, but I guess I didn't. Um, so <clears throat> when a therapist is with a client, transference comes forth because the person has not yet dealt with their charge states. And so they will see the positives and the negatives. They, there's the ability for every body to spot aspects with each other. It's very fascinating because if you are common ground, common sense person, you'll know this. I was a kid and I'm like, why would I hide who I am? I'm a pattern like anybody else. It would be silly. Plus, why would I hide myself? That would mean I'm ashamed of me. I'm not ashamed of me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not perfect. I knew that already. You know how many times I'm sorry, Miss Perfect. So I learned how to say, yeah, no, I'm not. But hey, I do like myself. And to do that by looking at others straight in the eye, not with grandiosity, because see the grandiose people, they have a fake inflated ego. And if only they paid enough attention to their body, they'd know it. <clears throat> the feminine is your body. But here's where insecure styles so the disconnected, those who are avoidant, they actually are cut off from their body because their attachment system didn't get contingent communication. They didn't get seen, sued, or heard, or anything when they first began life, and those first seven months were very important. If there was also a mother who had dysregulation as they were in their womb, they will also have that. So the journey to self-transformation is very straightforward for those of us who are self-aware without therapy. And that's just because we do want to treat others the same way we want to be treated. And so we choose love. It's very easy. I was a teenager when all of the inconsistencies came forth. I got older and I was presented in a way that I was not expecting the same. And I was reminded immediately of what I had forgotten. Because see, in Claire land... What begins to happen is people begin to tell stories. And I knew of souls from Jesus and God. And I knew of love from Jesus and God. And so I knew of my souls as my family. And even though with family, there's misattunement, there's misalignment, there's always repair because we unconditionally love each other with our flaws and imperfections. That's only though when you meet people who know how to um, take note that they want to repair with each other. So some people, they didn't get repair. And that's why uh, getting into discussions makes them think it's done. But also some people get in their egos and think that boundaries mean something very fixed. So these are the non-disciples, the 4D, everyone who's talking about envy, jealousy still as if it's a bad word versus... One, it's normal, but it's an insecurity. So, you know, if you're going to want to talk about being empowered, you might want to get out of those two emotions. You don't have to, of course. You can keep on doing half of you or a little bit of you and, you know, 
nobody again has to take conscious awareness of those charge states they can leave them and they only come up when they're called into the picture by your interactions which is why 3d 4d people and other soul a troops uh, don't do zen master with the inner growth mindset with me sharing with you to be yourself it's actually to lead you if you want in your own timing of course to your zen mastery but what I've realized is most people don't want to be their Zen master. They're too busy. Instead of being compassionate beyond a reason, when they meet the yellow and the red, so when you meet, whether it's a compulsive shame cycle person, and that means they do inner critic, outer critic, then they deny through addictions, drugs, sex, alcohol, food, busy, 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 basically in and out behavior, complete un- um, they're not here emotionally speaking. Most adults that I've met, they don't know what vulnerability means. It's sad to say. I mean, they do know with their groups. That's normal. They trust their groups. I'm saying with all people. So I haven't met adults that are like a Sadhguru. And Sadhguru, he's a spiritual leader. So he, he has a way that he actually is teaching and guiding and supporting. I'm saying raw person-to-person -person behavior. Being able to not be ashamed of yourself. I've seen most people have some areas that they will hide about themselves and they feel shame. I don't, I'm imperfect. I actually have fucked up things. And even if I would feel shame, meaning sometimes people will have tried to make me feel ashamed of who I am, even if in my body I will have felt that, I'm not ashamed. So when you can be your Zen master, this is where you're not going to be reactive to somebody who's actually engaging with you that way which is why there's not transference or counter-transference the minute that someone and in and this is where it's automatic we don't use our energy against our loved ones because why would we do that you just hurt my heart i'm not going to hurt yours because you did that and the choice for those who are love cycle or for those who chose love cycle as their teenagers was that we're not going to break another person's heart because they just did something that was unkind. That would make us unkind. And so nobody justified, uh, oh, well, they did. No, no, it's forgiven. That's the Zen master. Forgive, 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 forgive. Disciples, they will learn to forgive. Non-disciples, no, they lied too many times. I don't trust you ever again. You did da 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 so they're really annoying voices for the 5D person because then they want to go around standing and say that they are love. They're not. Love is, Jesus says, turn the other cheek. I don't see a lot of people that use that name, turning the other cheek, and then wanting to hug people. On this beautiful 7-7, if you're a 5D mystic, you love people. You know what I'm talking about. And you have compassion. And know that humanly speaking, our relationships are the one way that we get to support people move into if they want their true self which is a beautiful beautiful heart now that's where they have to be able to dissolve the shame obviously so that's their that's their free will choice when shame meets compassion this is the compulsive thief they will be shattered or if they choose to deflect they will shatter themselves and that's something that is uh, not evil Although one could equate it to choices that are of a type that are not very kind because this is the transference and counter-transference. So when a person has a past full of abuse and neglect and meaning they did not have in any way, shape, or form what is true love, 
is somebody who cares about you, safe haven, safe base, safe haven, secure base. So it means let me support every one of your dreams. You like uh, music? I want to know more. You like uh, the ocean? I want to know more. Oh, I'm so excited about your new adventures. What do you do? Do you like working with your hands? I want to know more. And so we get excited when we want to support each other. We don't actually go telling them what to do, not to do. No, no. The Zen master gets curious. You are a person who cares about your own, by the way, secure base. You're your own secure base. You're your own safe haven. So you know how to follow your dreams, no matter who's quote-unquote crapping on you. And that's the part, the enlightenment soul age person that is here right now today, anyone who is in their enlightenment soul age group as a infinite higher human consciousness potential person is unconditionally loving and happy with their entire family of origin and their entire oversoul because of the deep, deep knowing of the past and the present and knowing that the present does change the future. So the enlightenment soul age person that is a mystic, I'm only talking to you guys right now and gals and days. You will have had in the past days other uh, insights on your actual full story. So even betrayal, if any of you have had betrayal happen, you're able to understand why and how to work with that with yourself and your loved ones because you're in the physical mastery plane of yourself. And so you're connecting with consciousness again and again and again. And it's freaking awesome. Um, the ones of you who have just moved into 5D, it's different. You are still on your emotional plane. So here's where, let me read you. Um, there's divine masculine and divine feminine energies. So you may be looking into father wounds and mother wounds. And we have both energies, obviously, if you're more dominant. Feminine, if you have an oversoul. And it's, uh, and it's in two, so you have twin flame for real. Right now, it's where any person really thinks they have one because it's a trending topic. But if you do have the experience of an actual twin flame, it's something you will notice. But the reality is uh, feminine will be the one who has clairs. That's all. Masculine is the one who is a person who doesn't... Uh, recognize the energetic imprint of their counterpart and really what it is though is a person who's ignoring their heart and choosing to ignore it on purpose uh, so there's what's called again a shame cycle it's inner critic outer critic denying and then withdrawing the denying activities can be gambling can be drinking can be having a bunch of sex with different people can be uh, even just ruminating loop thinking so there are conscious choices of how to make use of one's time now, it is understandable that a person will be afraid of love, but this is where if you're grown up and you're choosing fear on purpose, you're choosing it. So the ability for the feminine, it's only if it's a 5D feminine, and I haven't met 5D, I've met some 5D feminines, but not with the whole twin flame over soul part, no. Those 4D mystics, they're still there, in fact, and they actually are right now living a specific situation, which not going to channel about because they're not actual disciples. They think with their clairs that they're light workers and that anybody else is not. And so I'm going to leave that one out there. 
and back to you, you will be working probably both because if you're a 5D, you understand your bodies, your feminine, your heads, your masculine, and you have had both parents, whether participant in your life or not, <coughs> you will have a relationship with both. And so you will notice if there's transference, you will notice what you see in other people. And when I say what you see, what I mean is where you're triggered. If you're self-aware, it means you're working with those charge states. You don't use yellow or red with people. I mean, obviously, if you have an emotional trigger, like a burst of anger, and you work with people, your loved ones, you say, you know, I'm so sorry. I have these things. Um, I'm working on it. And they will support you if they want. If they want to basically accuse you of not doing enough, then they will say, yeah, yeah, you, you know, so forever and ever. But that's where everybody chooses how to engage with each other, okay? The part that's important is that the Zen master, which is what a 5D person will be, is okay with working with their own safe haven, secure base body and brain. So right now, if you have anything coming up from your family of origin, it will be something you're aware of. And here's where uh, the person that's writing this, uh, <clears throat> having an absent or abusive parent or parents, uh, or also, um, you know, divorce or death can be something that brings up wounds, okay? And unresolved trauma comes up during these peak ascension moments for you to tend to them, embrace them, embrace the fragmented moment, and then you do this on your own if you have, again, unconditional love for yourself with flaws and imperfections and humanity, which is easy peasy for a 5D person. And so you take those differentiated parts of you and you say you know what you're all welcome you don't choose shame you don't choose guilt you don't choose blame you don't choose vindictiveness you don't choose anger you don't choose you also don't suppress anything that comes up though you, you handle your emotions your right right brain stuff and your left brain stuff with with care i'm here and that's because you have an inner growth mindset you don't do the shame cycle you don't do inner critic you don't do outer critic you don't do victim mentality and you don't point a finger at the system or humanity. Again, this is very straightforward. So you don't point a finger at anyone. You take your own self and you say, I want to be myself. And myself wants to be what's my best version. I want to be a compassionate human being. Why? Because I know. What do we know? We know what it's like to be heartbroken. We know what it's like to be loving. We know what it's like not to suffer, some of us. But what it's like for others to suffer. Now, the part about it being unfair that those who have shame to the extent where they will look at an unconditionally loving person and say, you're evil, and they will do all of this transference and counter-transference, and believe me, they will go out of their way to actually actively do stuff. This is not conscious, most likely, and even if it is conscious. Conscious, it's even worse, because that means once they wake up out of their hypnosis, because really that's all it is, when you're upset and you're in a biochemistry of fear, because it comes from your lifetime of here, this is what the 4D doesn't understand, you will have unresolved trauma from your household. If you have an abusive mother that beats your siblings up, or an abusive father that beats your siblings up, or both, or if you have a drunk family, mother, father, they yell at each other, or not. You have suppressed emotional parents. They got anxiety all the time. They're always in, there's so many different ways 
Abuse and neglect does not mean that the external will see it. The point is their nervous systems are not regulated. You don't learn how to regulate. Or, I better say, you learn how to regulate in the best way you can. And those are all insecure styles. Because you will not know how to inter-nurture your own safe haven, secure base. You will not know how to tend to yourself in a way that says, you know what, I'm going to fucking choose what I want and I'm going to be happy about it. No, if you do that, what you're going to feel is guilty and maybe ashamed and then maybe even more. It all depends. Again, very straightforward when a person's not their own Zen master, for those of us who are our own Zen masters. So when shame is met by love, it has the opportunity to be lifted up but the person who's the host needs to dissolve it. And yet, if they feel defective to the extent that they think that it's all a lie and they have only had abuse and neglect and basically they only watch movies that are horrible. Uh, there are so many different movies that are just horrible. Violence all over the place. So even if you move away from something that is toxic, if you're watching it, this is the problem. And some people are addicted to their own torture. It's sad. It's so sad when I say these things. It makes me think of the energy because the energy is so... Uh, but these people think they're not. What's even worse is that they don't recognize their own addiction to torture. And I know this is not where I wanted to go. And I'm not saying physical torture. <clears throat> I'm saying their nervous system only knows hyperarousal and then the dorsal vagal and that that is just a mix that is not uh, it's just not very beautiful and then to re recognize me as an adult that this comes from abuse and neglect is very sad and to think that these adults actually promote things in a way that they don't even know what they're talking about and they don't want to believe the five educators so let me though allow all of you to remember 5d educators are out there which is why it's going to be all really okay because machines can't lie, thankfully, uh, technology, thank goodness science is here. And I know how many people love the ancients. I don't love hearing about people chopping their arms off. I'm so sorry that some want to live back in the ancients of when we only had fire and that they can't understand what advancement of civilization means. And I'm so sorry, meaning that's too bad for them, not for us. Some of us don't disrespect religion or spiritual or spirituality, meaning I'm not here to say don't believe. I'm the first who's a mystic. In fact, I won't say let's demystify because I don't have enough of the scientific background to demystify in the right way. But also that's not my role. At one point in our journey, and hopefully I'll get someone to reach out to me that is a physicist and a scientist and we can bring it together and they're creative enough to expand and say, you know what? Let's connect all of these dots and let's create a beautiful painting so that people can understand storytelling. Awesome. But so is science. We have a blueprint and we have the way that we got to it without the blueprint and stuff like that. So when you're 5D educators, you're not afraid of sharing information, exchanges, all that. So long story short, the people who came out of their karma because they recognize their own abuse, neglect, and so their own transference, charge states, their own shame cycles. Those of you who are out of that, right now you're dealing with certain aspects that are emotionally important. So if you had emotionally closed off parents, emotionally absent parents, those wounds of being alone and neglected, they come up. These are attachment traumas. These are attachment ruptures, unresolved trauma. But 
unresolved only means that the charge is there once you're the one who welcomes it what you do um, is I'm a, not a child anymore as Terry Real points out you're a person and you're not unloved and you're not abandoned and you're not unworthy that's where you're dissolving shame and so when you start to cry or you experience that moment we all will have ways that we dissolve our charge states with conversation so love cycle people I've done this with friends in moments of time when I look to the past because these people are not enlightened and so they don't unconsciously love humanity they don't unconsciously love themselves and because they actually use their adaptive child brain to allocate my experiences I don't appreciate it in fact this is where a Zen master in time learns not to share because people take what is ours and they fit it in their puzzle pieces which is not the point of us sharing we learn how to share effectively so that we may expand consciousness that's what I should specify and while others will think it's us trying to be uh, private and not say no it's not that it's that if we say we love we love and if you want to keep accusing our, our, our mouths of something different, stop. Stop calling our emotions and thoughts yours. We are very differentiated. And that's where we learn how to be flexible. So for the five demystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, we are still learning how to bring out more of Krishna Lila, Shiva and Kali with our own oversoul. That's for you all. And that's that physical mastery. So disengaging, disengaging, disengaging from what is a two-year-old who's saying, let me be my own self, because of course the two-year-old doesn't know how to speak. So it's an emotion that stays within us. Those of you who are coming out of the shame cycle, you're letting your two-year-old know we're loved, we're good. So you're healing that heart and you're moving into the full heart of you. Okay, so as we close up, um, you will have for masculine energy, clearing low self-esteem, low moods, anger, rage, depression, anxiety, rigid or not, in, uh, not enough boundaries is a bullshit sentence that adaptive children use. Uh, there's knowing flexibility. You just speak your truth. Okay. With ease and calm and respecting other people. And if they don't like what you have to say, you say, I'm so sorry. This is how I feel right now, and we can meet in the middle, but these are areas that right now I'm not willing to negotiate because this is how I'm feeling. There's a tone, and it's called, uh, this is me, and I am open to you being you, but I'm not open to me having to meet what you want. You want this for your own emotional, mental well-being. It's great. I approve. I share whatever, because here's where some people have that drive of belonging. So they will feel alone and they want to carry others with them. Others don't want to do what they want to do. They feel rejected. So there's a way that you can learn to let those who are on their own journey know we're here. But we don't adhere to having to do the same things you want to do. Um, The feminine energy, oh, emotional regulation, uh, not being able to forgive for the masculine won't let people get close. Uh, This is where I'd say that this person's dividing it up into masculine, feminine, but really people of all, um, both sides of this energy will feel the same. These traits are of people is what I'm trying to get at. It's not only the feminine or the masculine. Furthermore, again, your brains are masculine. So if you allow integration of the mind, you do work with that loop thinking. You get out of it out of inner critic, outer critic, out of not seeing your patterns and into, okay, I see my patterns, 
that are not nurturing my inner world, that are not my safe haven, secure bases, and I see the people who are not lifting me up in moments of down. So I understand that those individuals I need to disengage from when I'm down so that I can lift myself up because sometimes that's what happens when we're around disciples and non-disciples or compulsive. That's why, again, we learn not to share the 5D in the Enlightenment Soul Age particularly. It's not because we don't want to. It's that they stifle our growth. Like this has happened more than once where people stifle, quote unquote, they can't stifle anything, but because we use time and we only have 24 hours, when we're using it to support people, we think that we're using it in a way that's going to be effective, meaning that they'll expand. No, most people don't want to expand unless they are expanding. You only find out in time who is a disciple or non-disciple and who is a compulsive or not compulsive and who is a Zen master or not a Zen master straightforward so feminine currently clearing self-sabotage lack of emotional awareness inability to self-soothe turning to drugs or alcohol relationship difficulties codependent patterns issues around food people pleasing not feeling loved by your siblings be gentle with yourself as you're clearing a ton of deep-rooted blocks these are not blocks these are charged states that everyone could have and that is part of a shame cycle okay uh clearing a lot of connections huge purge is happening no okay so what can come up are different topics, but really you're a self, you're a person. What I just read, don't allocate it in feminine or masculine because it's erroneous to do so. You're masculine, your mind. Allow yourself to navigate. The left is the verbal, the right is the nonverbal, and that's where the unknown can stay. So allow yourself to have A plus B plus C. Plus C. I feel imperfect. <clears throat> I feel shame. Whatever, however words work for you. Whatever's coming up, I can see the light. I can see where I want to expand and grow and bring more love to, okay? Uh, release of emotion. Uh, sadness is a primary emotion. <coughs> as long as you're allowing yourself just to cry it out, it's a release. You'll feel it because your heart feels freer. And that's the difference. When people are addicted to their patterns of suffering, what they do is actually they want to feel the suffering. It's, it's a sad thing. Again, uh, it's very sad because uh, they don't consciously realize this. The insecure style people. Now, the ones who are open, there's compulsive who are open and receptive to the compassion. They want to heal. They are uh, allured by it. So they're going towards it. The ones who instead deny their true self because they say, I'm, uh, I'm defective unconscious so you're defective so no you're evil because you love me and you can't love me so i'm going to make sure to point out that you're defective and you're evil and something's wrong with you and they deny their own self they claim it so and then they move with that those are the people who at this point are either seeing clearly so they've claimed themselves back they know they saw by error but they saw and they actually have been able to connect the dots to their abusive, neglectful household and their unhealthy, meaning the environment, the people that are around them didn't love them. They didn't give them advice that was in their best interest, not at all. They didn't allow them to follow their heart. Uh, they put different types of untruths in their ears because, you know, when you're around non-disciples, 
they have this mind thinking and this uh, mind reading black and white catastrophizing and this envy, jealousy, spite stuff. So they will look at you, smile, and then not actually share with you how to follow your heart. Um, but a person who knows their heart and wants to follow it will choose to be vulnerable. They'll choose to take that risk and they'll choose because they feel called to it. When your heart says, I want more of love, when your heart says that, it's a good sign. And so it's good for those people whose heart called for more. And they followed their right now looking at life with a very pink tainted lens. Um, the sad part is for those who don't have this, but this is not our job. They have to choose to be their, their own self. Most people say, I, w I don't want to be myself. I want to change because they have a shame cycle. And that's something that, again, when you do self-transformation with someone that is only going to speak to you in one way, they won't highlight. Your true self is a human self that was born with a restorative embodied self. And the mind of you actually tries to heal itself and to bring all of that trauma memory into normal memory. So the reality is, if you actually uh, followed your inner nurturing, now this is the part of why it's important. Those who have insecure attachment, they don't know what inner nurturing means. They know how to waste their time in compulsive shame cycles, which is why we have the love cycle people. We are here for those who truly want to move into their infinite higher human consciousness potential. It's uh, different for us. The Enlightenment Soul Age Group, it's all about you being yourself, the grown-up version, functional adult love language. And so we bring to each other compassion beyond a reason. And when we're around those disciples, non-disciples, or the compulsive, we're always smiling because they're different than us and we're different than them. That's what it's called to be a person. So it doesn't matter if they're using the red or the yellow. We're not threatened by that because we know in our green that this is a person who has transference or counter-transference, no matter how quote-unquote bad it can get. Because we are love, we'll know how to speak to them and say, I respect who you are. You're a self, I'm a self. If we can't agree to disagree, then obviously we'll agree to disagree completely and we'll have to not really exchange anything because obviously there comes that at times where people who are different, some don't accept differences. So when people present to us, you're so different that I don't like any part of you, we will thank them for their time. And we will thank them for letting us know that we're just so unlikable. You know, it's, it is what it is. And that's okay because everybody has the right to choose who they want in their life. That's the whole point. You choose your safe havens your secure bases. Now, for those who are insecure, that's the sad part, is that they don't know when they're refusing as a master because they're choosing based on their own adaptive child. And you will notice that because their boundaries are like the adaptive children. I'm going to prove I'm right. You have to do what I want you to do. If you don't, then I'm going to say no. They have these unforgiving, harsh ways. The rigidity is not the optimal brain state, and it is automatically a charged state, which is a person who's not in their emotional well-being in that moment. So they're in a safety behavior. When they get out of it, they might recognize it. If they grow up, they take ownership, and they, in fact, <coughs> 
move into functional adult love language and they repair with their loved ones. It's straightforward. People who want to continue to grow together, it's because they like each other. It's because they find safety with each other. It's because they support each other. These are secure connections. And so again, if people don't find security with you though, they will find security elsewhere. Hopefully, we are always hopeful that they find disciples at the very least that will be supportive so that will enlighten them because the non-disciples, they're pretty awful. They actually will drown you with them, but that's because <coughs> they don't know that they're in their actual loop. And that's for a whole other episode. It's not even for worth it to speak about it because it's unfortunate. If they only got a good somatic sensory motor therapist and stayed in therapy for three, four years, five years, could see to unwire what is in your inclined nature because insecure attachment styles, they have an inclined, not healthy nature. And when I say healthy means they don't actually pick people who unconditionally love them with their flaws and imperfections and tell them how it is. Hey, this isn't okay, but I love you the same, but let's work on it. And they don't find people who say, hey, you know what? I love what you're dreaming about. How can I help you? So the difference is when a person who's open and receptive to being themselves finds, hey, I love what you do. And they keep getting inputs. I love what you do. I love who you are with all of these flaws. You know what happens when a person's like, oh, wow, mm, I like that one. This is what it means for if you pick yourself versus if you pick the shade. And that means those who are their own choice, they move into happier versions, smiles, pink tainted glasses. Why? Because they're not out there pointing a finger at someone or something. They're not in their rigid mind thinking that somebody's to blame. They're not shaming, faulting, guilting, or sitting in loop thinking, and oh, I regret for the rest of my life doing something, da, 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 da. You know how sad that is. It reminds me of every one of those stories of the spirituality people, and I love Sadhguru, but oh my gosh, anytime I hear any of it, it's like, wow, seriously, they got out of their shame cycle, and then they go and die, that's kind of crappy, he chose not to take the ultimate risk, to go now with the ownership, oh, I uncovered, I was a shitty person, because X, Y, Z, D, E, F, G, I wasn't actually shitty, it was that I didn't really have people around me that shared with me, and oh, heartbreak, gut wrench, it's really awful to feel tsunami in my body, you know how amazing it is to know that there are people who move out of shame and into love and they're going to be the ones sharing how this is versus the sad ass story of, oh, let me go die now because I recognized what an asshole, quote unquote, I was. And nobody's an asshole, but I'm just saying when people realize that they've made a mistake and they don't know how to take ownership of it, it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing because you might as well not have taken ownership of it when you can truly take ownership of yourself this is the true transformation for the shame cycle person is to know self-compassion i fucked up we're not our greatest mistakes and you know what any person who's an infant who's born with unresolved trauma it ain't their choice no one needs to be getting pissy at each other no there is no evil there's only shame if anything and those people who deflect kindness and love it's because they have shame and as long as there are people though who torture themselves without knowing it and stay within their, I'm the self-righteous person. Wow, it is what it is. So let us not support that. Let us support. We're all imperfect. We're all flawed. We all can unconsciously love, and we can all be Zen masters of each other. So lift each other up and allow your desires and yourselves to shine and know that when it comes to how we handle our 
loved ones, it can always be with greed. And even if yellow or red, we can always <clears throat> move into conversing, conversation, love language, communication. It means, you know what? Yeah, I'm not perfect. I fuck up and I probably will a lot of times. Doesn't mean I don't love you. Actually, I do. I want to work. That's being vulnerable, authentic, raw. It's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It's so easy, by the way, to be here. It's very sad when I see 4D3D and other soul A troops get all and up into shame because that's all the energy is. When they're torturing themselves with trauma, this is where I get really, really sad because I know it's happened in the past. I can't say anything. Even if I do, as the therapists point out, they're going to do counter transference. There's no point in me pointing something out. So the most you can do is be a constant, secure connection that shows what true love is, which is I'm your safe haven, secure base. You can count on me also to tell you about bullshit that's happening and to set it straight in an adult way with love. So have a wonderful 7-7 transformative day for you all. And we'll be back again with more.